Hi, I'm Sean O. McCarthy, founding editor of the Comics Comic. Found wherever you can type the Comics Comic into your electronic devices. Welcome to Last Things First, the show that asks comedians about the historic lasts and firsts in their lives as their comedy careers have blossomed, from young people's dreams to adult people living those dreams, or still dreaming. Questions both big and small are asked and answered. It's hopefully both amusing and illuminating. This is a special edition of Last Things First, recorded live during Clusterfest 2018 in San Francisco. Comedy Central was kind enough to ask me to host a series of Clusterfest panels for the media that they called Fireside Chats. In this session, I welcome Jim Jeffries, Rachel Feinstein, Nikki Glazer, and Sam Morrill, and we quickly got into the headlines of Roseanne Barr and Samantha Bee making public apologies, whether comedians should ever have to apologize, and how comedians can work together. All that and more in this episode of the Comics Comic Presents Last Things First. So let's get to it! Well, uh, hello and welcome to another of our fireside chats here at the second... Let's stop you right now, right? So so how fucking dare you call this a fireside chat? There is a a sadness to the location. It's not even chatty, we're all facing forward. Yeah, it's uh, Comedy Central Press Department... uh, Lies. I think they wanted to evoke a sense of how casual this is supposed to be. Yes, yes, we always sit so, in these so, high chairs next to each other. <laughs> I feel like I've got a lot of give as well. But they still want you to envision a fire. I feel like chair. I'm in a B-list movie about to get makeup. <laughs> Which is the only type of movie I've ever been in. <laughs> I've never been in an A-list movie. Well, uh, for those of you who are not in the know, let me introduce the panel. Uh, we have Sam Morrill, who has a uh, who had an MSG show called "People Talking About Sports and Other Big Things." Big hit in San Francisco. And he has a um, he's an upcoming one hour special on Comedy Central. We have the host of a morning radio show on Comedy Central. Yep, Nikki Glazer, former TV host on Comedy Central, now radio host. Next year, I'm going to be running their Twitter account. So <laughs> look forward to that. <laughs> the host of the Jim Jeffrey Show Tuesday nights. On Comedy Central. Yes, we have just, Jim Jeffries. It's a coincidental thing that actually Comedy Central had a show called the Jim Jeffries Show, and I was just the right guy at the right time. It was, it was pitched to me after they had the name. So. <laughs> and uh, fresh off taping a new episode of HBO's Crashing, we have Rachel Feinstein. Thanks. I wore a blazer for this. <laughs> so I'm worth it. At least, at least two of us put effort in. <laughs> so I, I normally start these with the most newsiest question because. It is for the press. Oh, come on, say it, you feckless cunt. (laughs) Speaking of which, this was a big week for comedians making high-profile apologies. And I wanted to know, I know know at least one of you has uh, experience with this. Uh, Do you guys ever feel like you would apologize for things you've, you've said on stage? I'd apologize for anything that I felt needed an apology if I felt bad about something. But for the most part, I feel like comedians... Are just trying to do stuff, and it's like it's like a soccer player doesn't apologize when it misses a goal. You know what I mean? Like you you, you do things, you try, and if it doesn't work out, but like if I said what Roseanne Barr said, I, and I was on Ambien, I'd probably wake up and feel like an apology was in place. I've I've always looked at my life like this, right? So if you got like the the twelve step program, right? You got step eight where you have to apologize to everyone. I could just skip that. 
I, I, I get drunk and then I just wake up and apologise in the morning and then I do it again. <laughs> who are these cunts who just fucking upset people and then just go, I'll leave that for 12 years? Well, that was your response to Samantha B's backlash, was to put out a video of all I, the times you've said we, cunt we on put, the Jim Jeffries show. We put out a video on my show of all the times that I've called someone a cunt and we only scratched the surface. There was like four times as many things. And I, I look, look... I feel like Samantha B should not apologise um, to Ivanka Trump. She should apologise to me because that's my word. It's cultural appropriation, and I feel like that was that was the that was right the because thing. that word is used a lot more frequently in British Commonwealth places. Yes, yes. I, well, a- I think it's funny because someone said I forget who said it on Twitter. I think it was Sarah Talamash said on uh, comedian Sarah Talamash said on Twitter yesterday, and I loved it that um, she. She thinks that she says cunt more than bitch now. Like it's it's taken over bitch. Mm-hmm. It's not as like, like we I don't I don't think it is as bad as it used to be or as that some people are responding. I say cunt way more than I say bitch. And honestly, I'd rather be called cunt than like ma'am. Or you know, like I honestly would. <laughs> well, it, it has that hard C sound that comedians love. Yeah, I mean, it's huh. a funny word. Cunt. Yeah. But I think that in the past couple of years, it has lost its edge and isn't as. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> You've really driven I it. told you, I'm the Rosa Parks of cunt. Before me, there was no cunt, and then I gave it to I'm you. I'm going to start people. weeping now. <laughs> is this hitting you emotionally, Rachel? What's that? Is this hitting you emotionally? It is. Now, I, yeah, I don't, it doesn't hit me that way. It, it's almost a fun-loving phrase at this point. <laughs> but is there, is there anything in your own act that you would ever feel the need to apologize for? I mean... If it you, were demanded of you. Oh, Rachel... How dare you do that? I mean, I, I think in general, it's better to... If I feel like a, for the most part, I think people should, uh, if they feel bad about something that they did, uh, mm. apologize. Uh, you know, some sometimes, yeah, people say horrible, hateful, horrific things. And yeah, it's probably good to apologize if you didn't mean it. But I don't know. It's a game, this apology thing. And people love to be outraged. So it gets it's gotten to absurd lengths. I, pe- I think people feel good when they're angry. Like, I'll get emails from people. I got an email from a couple and they were like, we're co-offended by one of your jokes. And I'm like, you guys are so oh, miserable. Those guys sound like cunts, don't they? Well, just be- Joel and Beth together, we <laughs> want to let you know. Well, how did you upset them, Rach? Uh, what was the joke? It was so strange. It was like a specific reference. I didn't even remember I made to a peanut allergy. And they let right. me know that uh, peanut allergies had affected their lives. People and, can yeah. from that. And sometimes people just, they think they like feeling offended. Like, I think that's a fun feeling for them. So maybe you do brighten their day if you offend them. I don't know. I don't understand. I see, I don't think, here's here's my point. (laughs) I would totally apologize for something I've said on stage because I've, I'm constantly evolving and growing, like learning empathy because I, I got off Zoloft recently and realized that like people have feelings other than mine. And so there are some things I've said on stage before that I'm like, oh, I would never say that now. And if someone were to ask me to apologize, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. So I'm not one of these comics that's like, I will never apologize for anything I said because I used to, I'm still learning how to be like a good human and Is I don't it, yeah but I, I don't know yeah you apologize if you mean if it if you mean Samantha it Samantha B didn't fucking mean it TBS called her up and said we're getting a lot of heat and then she sent out this half art she's not sitting at home feeling bad about calling her a feckless cunt and also we have the problem as being comedians that none of the people on this stage have feelings 
<laughs> and and have you know what I mean? So Sam, yeah. right? How, we met like eight years ago. Yeah. What is what was my first nickname? What was the first thing I? I ever think s- you told me I look like Michael Phelps with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I call him and, Down and syndrome. Michael stop, the Phelps. He and has. still he gets out of bed every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do say such despicable right. things to each other yeah. every day as comics, and I think you and that's how we it, joke right? around. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam has been quiet, but. Uh, yeah. Sam and I remember that the internet. I mean, yeah. Sam remembers this even more than I do. The I internet did. demanded apologies. From I didn't Sam give one though. Five was that five years ago or so? More. It was probably more. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah you know what's interesting is uh, I didn't catch any traction until I uh, till I wrote a response to it. I didn't. I didn't uh, apologize, but I think some people. There's like a mob mentality online that overwhelms any reason. It doesn't make any like what Roseanne did was shitty, but she got fired. And, and then there's these people, it's like, well, that's not good enough. It's like, well, what else do you want? You know? She lost her job. Here's my issue with the Sam B thing was, uh, like, you got a writing staff. You could do better than feckless cunt. You know what I mean? Feckless is guess, pretty good. Feckless is a good word. Yeah, but It's a good word, but you gotta, I've seen her do that where it's like the, the punchline is like, fuck you. And it gets oh, like right. applause. I'm like, tell a joke. Okay, so how about an <laughs> idea? A comedy okay, show. the Roseanne thing, right? Because everyone's been saying now, as they've been saying... Um, all these people lost their jobs. And of course, that's. I, I know a writer who actually just moved over and it was her first day, and then like. Bang. Is that Jenna? Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, 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 so here, here's the thing, right? If we don't want all these people to lose their jobs, we all can agree. Well, I, I think that Rose, what Roseanne said was racist and wrong, and she yeah. deserved to lose her job. You can just recast her. Now, here's the problem here. <laughs> she owns royalties and the creator of the show. Right. So fuck that off. We just change the whole show. New woman in there, we call it the Suzanne show. <laughs> There's the son the son's called TJ. Right? I like that you've already named the hypothetical <laughs> cat. And I'm telling some... you, you bring out I Suzanne. Like... The rest of the cast is I exactly already love Suzanne. And I like her. Instead of having like that 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 rug they have on the thing, you have like an Afghan quilt or something. I don't I don't know. <laughs> you you all have You'd become... watch Suzanne. If they did that, if they actually recast it, called it Suzanne, different actors, and then just no, this Well that's is what Sarah Gilbert did with the view. She just renamed it the talk. And yeah. made it. So she can do that with Roseanne, too. It's already been done. And I like Suzanne. She, I'm already relating to her. She yeah. seems like a relatable she's gal. She's a plucky lady. She's had to <laughs> deal with fun. adversity. She doesn't drive she's an Uber. Poor, she drives a Lyft. doesn't define her. <laughs> she takes risks. She has a few divorces under her belt. I like yeah. her. Rachel, her husband doesn't follow the Cubs. He's more of a White Sox guy. There's a few different things that are slightly different. Rachel, I know you've got some great voices. Do you... Do you have an idea of what Suzanne would sound like? Um, you know, I just think Suzanne, let me just say this. She's been through a lot, but she's on her way back. <laughs> <laughs> and opening credits, they're at the breakfast nook. Right? They don't do it around the table. It's a little different things that are going ah. on. Well, so all four of you have become more popular since the advent of social media. Do you feel like you're... Has any become less popular? You're talking, you're talking socially or uh, career-wise? Well, I'm just... I'm just Reflecting how young you are. Thank you. So, do you feel like your social media policy has changed as you become more popular? I tweet less about people looking like monkeys in the Muslim. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't do that anymore because times are changing. (laughs) I try to tweet less about monkeys, but uh, I take a lot of melatonin, so that's the problem. (laughs) Um, I will say that after reading. 
Kathy Griffin's like thread uh, the other day right. about what how the Trump administration came after her after she had already apologized and after th- you know the whole thing had died down and she was kind of like recovering from it and then it surged again and people were calling in bomb threats to her shows and that really scared me uh, in terms of like oh what you tweet like they can just decide to to ruin your life. Right. The troll, based on... There's troll armies right, but on he social can't, media. He, the president can sick his trolls on you, yeah. and it yeah, will ruin your life. To read. That was like a chilling thing to a read chilling, the steps of what happened to her. My yeah. mom has been like on me about it. Like, please don't... She's like angry I'm here right now doing this. <laughs> like, just don't say anything that can be misconstrued, and then they can ruin your life. So also, that is terrifying. Yeah, and I also think it's frustrating as a comic. For me, what also frustrates me as a comic is when you make a joke making fun of something awful someone said to you or you're recounting someone and somebody completely misunderstands the irony of the joke. That's especially frustrating. So I was telling some dumb story about some like crazy thing someone said to me on the road about Jews and I got some <laughs> long like like letter from Beth and Joel, the couple, <laughs> yeah. that likes to be co-offended. No, but they let me know that she was like, you know, you're spreading anti-Semitism and hate. I'm like, I'm telling a story of an awful thing someone said to me that I, is hilarious and it's absurdity and you're telling me now I can't even share an actual experience so that's very frustrating as a comic where somebody really people don't understand basic irony but what you're leaving out of that story is the bit where they said the horrible things about the Jews and then you high-fived them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, People we did take... party together for a lot of hours after that, and we did a lot of keg shots, a lot of keg stands, a lot of shots all around. But I'm just saying, um, no, me and that Clancy group made a night of it, but... I was just saying, people remove context, and so it's like you just said the thing that they said, but it's like, no, they said it. Right. That's the joke. Yeah. yeah. So has it has it changed the way you use the various platforms? Whether it's tw- you do one thing on Twitter, one thing on Facebook, and one different thing on Instagram. I mean, I do worry about it. Whenever I have a special coming out, instead of like being excited for it, I'll be I'll worry about something that I'm like that story is well, going to be misunderstood. It's maybe a- you're worried about your, when your special comes out because when your special came out, it was called Only Whores Wear Purple, and <laughs> it was the yeah. day Prince yeah, died, yeah, and everyone was. thought you named your special is that, that to that- fuck about. Prince. Is that true? Is it the him. day that Prince died? Well, yeah. It's insane. Really? It was the same weekend. It was I the did same not weekend. know that Prince, Obviously I planned Prince's know. death, but yeah, it was like everyone came after me, like, how dare you? Purple means so much to us. Like, I, you know, and I'm <laughs> like, I had no idea. Damn it. But yeah, it was all these Prince fans just furious at me. And some people would text me like, I'd love to promote your special, but I just don't want to offend all these Prince supporters. (laughs) Prince did fuck a lot of people. Like, if anyone could be called a whore, it's arguably Prince. Yeah. (laughs) Why is the lights going out? Now it's a fireside. Okay. I don't feel any safer in this room. It looks like out of the movie Elephant. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that reference, but I like it. The school shooting reference. That's what I thought. Okay. Did you just say a school shooting joke? What did you say? No, a movie. Oh, shit. Oh, Sam's right. going rogue on this fireside <laughs> chat. Well, uh, let's let's bring it back with something happy. Uh, <laughs> belated happy birthday to Nikki. Thank you. Uh, yes, it was Nikki Nikki's birthday yesterday. Yep. Mm. And uh, birthday, thanks, guys. Big news. <laughs> Big news. You also share every birthday with your friend Amy Schumer. Yes, I and, do, and Morgan Freeman. 
Oh, wait. Uh, we're not supporting him anymore. It's not I'm the sorry. same date. They just invite Morgan Freeman to come we over do. and write yeah, the two We just like him to spend the day with us. And, uh, yeah, so Morgan Freeman, me, yeah. Amy. Yeah. Yeah. When you and Amy found out that you had the same birthdays, did that make you closer friends? or did it- I think it does. It always, like, you get super excited. And you're like, mm. oh, my God, that means more. Like, we're sisters or whatever. But um, That conversation must have lasted minutes. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I think he really just wanted to change the topic from what I did. This is my fault, guys. I'm no, it's, um, yeah, I'm doing um, Amy Schumer and Friends tonight, which I've always um, been really proud to be her friend, almost to a point where, like, one time I was doing a Man on the Street piece for my Comedy Central show. And, not um, safe for work. Yeah, not safe. And um, and <laughs> it's just called not safe. They changed it. But um, but I was on the street, and a TMZ van, like, came driving by, you know, with a bunch of people like trying to right, see they have celebrities TMZ tours, uh, yeah celebrity a TMZ tours. tour a celebrity bus tour and they they saw a girl shooting something on the street and they go the the tour guide goes who are you and I just go I'm friends with Amy Schumer and everyone started taking pictures and that, so that's always been kind of my thing and so I'm really proud to be here tonight as a friend of Amy Schumer very nice you and Rachel are both on that show yes we are uh, yeah, I know I've talked, I've talked and with so you is both. Mia Jackson really yeah. funny Bridget and Bridget, and Bridget Everett, Everett. Yeah. Now, I know I've talked to you both about this before but what's it like having kind of a, a, a teamwork of, of comedian friends all working together to to lift the, the tides of all the, the boats. I think so it's nice when you're on the road that you have that friend that you can text like a picture of like a rancid green room or something too and they understand. Or just know? like the the guy's car who picks you up. Like the trash at your foot. <laughs> <laughs> like all like oh. being like just I, I'm gonna die. These are my last this is what I'll be wearing when I die. So, so the people who don't know when you, when you do the comedy clubs people just they send like a bartender just to pick you up sometimes. Any sex offender. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I was like, I was thinking I was in Dallas or something like that. And I was just standing on the side of the road. There was meant to be a guy coming. And this pickup truck pulls up. And the guy looks out the window and goes, Jim Jeffries. And I threw my bag in the back of the pickup truck. And I got in the car. And he goes, I don't know you. I'm just a fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I'm just like, all right, this is the guy. That's so great. It just shows you how vulnerable we are. Like, our I did a, lives, I did we a are gig so, in, uh, so actively dangerous. <laughs> I did a gig in Grand Rapids, and the guy they sent to pick me up had to do a breathalyzer into the thing to start a car. And I was like, oh, he had the ignition interlock. Yeah, they sent the A-team for that one. Nice. Who, who, who came to pick you up for Clusterfest? Oh, I booked my own ticket. I, I don't know. Uh, there's people from Clusterfest here. I don't know if you know this, but this is the most shabbily run festival that's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other people have infrastructure in place, like getting us hotels and telling us where we might need to be. Uh, you've, you've, you've got a building, and that's a good start. <laughs> it's a great start. You've got rooms. You, you, the, the bracelets... Winning, right? Um, but the liaison work, I don't know which cunts here work for the company. <laughs> Thank you for here. There's no fireplace. They really do just wish you luck, and that's about it. They're yeah. just like, <laughs> so season three has is, is been renewed already? On my show? Yeah. Oh, not yet. Not yet. But, <laughs> but, but let's be honest, Comedy Central need me. <laughs> They're laughing. They're laughing over there. It's a, it's, a, it's a nervous thing that's going on. They're like, what's happening? 
Uh, well, could you tell us all, aside from the shows that you are doing this weekend, what other things are you most excited to see at Clusterfest or people? Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see that and friends. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, I wanted to see Salt and Pepper, but they showed up late or something. So it was an I, afternoon performance. I was going to go see them too, but then I was just laying still and feeding. But they, <laughs> no, I waited. They, actually, the show I waited delayed. outside for an hour for Salt the, the, and Pepper. The show was delayed by an hour. They yeah. they uh, pushed it. They pushed it real good. It was delayed, but I've been dying to say that all day. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? What am I looking forward to? Yeah. <laughs> um, the shows. I don't know. There's no one on this lineup I hate. Yeah. Which that is, is never. True. It's like I. There are times I do festivals and I just go down and then you get to someone that you're like, oh god, I hope I don't see them in the gym or something. You know, like you mm-hmm. just go and there's no one here that gives me that feeling. So I was like looking forward to doing it. I've never looked up at a lineup of comedians and gone, I hope I don't see them in the gym. Like, they might go. I just never... Oh, right. <laughs> like, that's never been, like a, like, a stopping point for me. I'll be working Well, out. I like to drop that I go to the gym as, much, <laughs> as frequently as I can into my humor. I regretted that reference as soon as I said it. I just want to let everyone know. Um, you go yeah, to the gym like, even though you're on radio. But you know what I mean? Like, do, don't you look at sometimes lineups and you're like, oh, I want to stay at another hotel because I just don't want to see that person in the lobby or the... No, I would say that this festival is the most feckless cunt Free festival <laughs> I've ever seen. Fact Some of them like, are still at the airport, wondering how they're going to get here. Vicky, <laughs> <laughs> can you can you tell us what a little bit of what it's like to go from, you know, a comedian primarily working at night to now having a morning radio show? Um, yeah, I I actually love radio so much I can't even stand it because I first of all. T- TV, like, it's exhausting. The hours are crazy. I show up a half hour before, not even a half hour, 15 minutes before we go on air. I get to just be myself, and then I'm done when the show's done, and then I'm done, and I go home. And I get to do it eight hours a week, so I get a ton of experience. It's the best job ever. But I do have to get up early, and then I just go nap, and then I do sets at night, and then it's, it works perfectly. I actually moved to New York City so I could do it three hours later, because I was supposed to do the show in L.A. from 7 to 9, and oh. then I was like, oh, if I moved to New York, I could wake up three hours later, and it's great. So nice. it's really, I recommend it to everyone. It's, if you, if as you move to Australia, you can do it a day early. Oh, my God, Tim. <laughs> Save yourself a lot of time. Holy. Imagine the amount of sleep you'd get in. <laughs> well, I want to I make sure that uh, we have a chance to let any of the other people here in the gallery ask a question. Is there anybody who has a question for the panel? Yes, in the purple shirt. I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> I would women joking about other women. Helping or hurting? I, th- I think that I don't like when women make fun of other women's looks. That always bothers me, but I don't think either of those circumstances were that, even though they tried to make Michelle Wolf's joke uh, that it was uh, her attacking her looks, which it wasn't at all. Um, so unless you're calling another woman making fun of her body or her looks or something. I don't have a problem with women calling out other women. I think we, we need to. 
yeah, especially the idea if the that we, could, we somehow like couldn't take attacks on our character as well as men is kind of offensive in itself. And also, it's like she was supposed to roast people. She showed up and she did her job, and everyone's attacking a woman who's doing her job in the name of feminism. I don't, I don't understand that. It just makes me feel sleepy. It's dumb. <laughs> Yes, question from the... Uh, it makes me feel sleepy. sleepy. Question from the front second well, row. She did her job. Like, people have been saying things, insane things in roasts forever. And she, she showed up and she did her job. And that's a hard job in a cold, annoying hotel. And she went and she did it. Yeah. And the then everyone's Hilton, like, you right? made yeah. jokes. And she didn't... The joke was about her smoky eye. It was... She actually complimented her makeup and, and to make another point about her character. So people, again, misunderstood the... the irony of the joke but just we're excited about getting outraged I'm, I'm interested to see what the next comedy central roast is going to be like with like i mean i don't understand like if you compare what michelle wolf did to the things that are said on the roast I mean, I mean there is no it's insane how mean the roasts they, get and one of the roasts weren't they like don't make fun of shatner's dead wife yeah i mean they had to, like, and people still did just because you know, she was like, a bad swimmer <laughs> <laughs> well with with, so with, I don't with, I don't know how it's Trump, gonna be. With Trump, wasn't the the rule for the Trump roast that you could make fun of everything except for his actual wealth? His yeah. wealth, yeah. So that's what? why that's really? why Michelle did yeah. that, right? That's why she did the "How broke is he?" thing, right? I think if it's Seinfeld at his peak, when what does this woman look like an ape? Yes, I think they probably, they probably would have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Michael, Muslim Brotherhood. What's all that about? Michael Richards was a uh, was a kind of early high profile. Yeah, Richards, yeah. I think I think I, I think that's I personally think it's a coincidence that it's all been. I don't. I don't know that it's a coincidence. I'm sure there's, but because even I, Kathy Griffin in that thing said that Snoop Dogg did a, a thing with his, where he killed him in a, or assassinated an effigy of Donald actually, Trump or you whatever. Are, you are right. It's not a coincidence. I just thought about that. It's. Not, I don't know that it's a coincidence. Certain, I think people don't things, like women. Yeah, I think. Honestly. I think there are certain things like where people get attacked for, you know, yeah, what they say. Comics get attacked all the time for what they, lately is, you know, for what they say. But I do think there's like certain words they'll use about women that we're used to, or just certain stuff like. You know, like, well, like, they'll kind of, the way they talked about Michelle was kind of like, you know, she was like kind of like vulgar, gross. And it's like, well, Bob Hope did, the, you know, disgraceful, disgusting job. People have been doing, saying disgusting, crazy, sexual, dirty things forever. But you get kind of scolded in a way when you're, like, even sometimes as a comic, you know, like, I I was playing in Vegas and some shithole. Again, I'm not trying to promote myself, but... Uh, <laughs> And the feature was like, I, he got on stage after me and I was headlining and he was like, she's a dirty girl. Like, she's yes. a, like, they'll scold you. And meanwhile, you could talk about a variety of subjects. But if you happen to also talk about sex as well as your family and your life and a million other things, they have certain kind of ways they talk about you. Like, you're a little naughty up there, a little gross, a little vulgar. You know? I like when they introduce so, him as a, are you guys ready for a lady comedian? <laughs> like, it's a wacky yeah. experiment or something. I, no, yeah. I think, I think the reason it's been women lately, though, is because I think a lot of male comedians are scared to take shots at women right now. That's a good point. No, I, 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 I do think that we've gotten... Because after the whole thing with the feckless cunt thing, I've... 
there was literally we found reels of me calling people cunts on my show, and we pe- <laughs> we pieced it, we edited it all together to have a cunt reel of me just going this person, and uh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing, You've nothing. been doing yeah, it yeah. over and over. I mean, well, I think it's expected of you. I know, but should it be? Shouldn't <laughs> I be held to the same yes. moral standards as everybody else? You, why do you go that it's expected from me because I've been saying cunt for so long? Shouldn't I have been reprimanded a long time ago for my use of cunts? So but it's like that question, cunt. <laughs> But it's almost like walking around naked. Like, that's how much you've used cunt. I know. I, I have actually... Yeah, I've, yeah, I've used cunt a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note... Uh, oh, we're not ending this fight. Look, this, we've just got started. This is the... Oh, my, my show was horrible. I'm, this is, I'm enjoying this. this uh, well, I think actually, this is, I think this is double the crowd than what I got at the end. Well, Jim, Jim, don't you have two shows today? You had one outside, one I, inside, I, and one I, outside. I, I, I had a couple of drinks. I stopped drinking. I have to. I'm, I'm performing in an hour, so I got to do that one. I got to do the outdoor one, and then I'm doing that show where you tell a story. Okay, this is not happening. This is not happening. Where, yeah. where they replaced Ari Schaefer with uh, Roy. Yeah. Roy Wood. If you had been at the last fireside chat, you would have heard all Suzanne about that. Suzanne of that show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 were there, was there a question over here? Yes. Goes into what into the TV show and what goes into my stand-up show. At the moment, I'm having problems with that because um, I, I've found it very hard to write stand-up at the moment because I've been working so hard on the show. And if I come up with a joke, I'm like, put that in the show, put that in the show. But I got a special coming out in uh, June or July or something, and I just booked like a big gig in New York, and I'm panicking now because I have no material for that coming up. Um, but also, I decided by um, I write my own stand-up, and the TV show has eight writers. So I, I can't just go, thank you for writing that. That'll be stand-up now. So, yeah, that, A lot of people do. I, and, I will, <laughs> and I will in the very near future. I'm out. Well, I want to thank all of our guests for being here. Rachel Feinstein, Jim Jeffries, Nikki Glazer, Sam Morell. Thank you. Please enjoy the rest of your Clusterfest. This episode of the Comics Comic Presents Last Things First was produced by Alex Brazell at Showbiz Studios. The music by Camille Harris and Shockwave, logo by Gigglechick. Please check out my website, thecomicscomic.com, for more interviews, reviews, and comedy news. Become a paid subscriber at patreon.com. I'm your host, Sean L. McCarthy. Thanks for listening. Thanks first.